Welcome to the Business of Beverages, Drinks Industry Insights with Makers, Marketeers and Mischief. Hello and welcome to the Business of Beverages quiz episode or BizBev pod quizness. Quizness. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're only back and you're confusing me already. I know, yeah. Uh, well, look, we're, we're, we're back. Happy New Year, Well, Back with the quizzes. Happy New Year, Foxy. Uh, regular listeners will have realized that you were uh, MIA for the first episode of the year. Uh, yes, uh, between illness, injury, general mayhem, uh, <laughs> flooded kitchens. It was uh, an, an interesting Christmas period, but we're, we're all through it now. We're far, through the far side, and I'm, I'm ready to... Well, actually, I was going to say is like I'm, I'm ready to start quizzing again, but... I think I need to just make sure that I'm doing everything by the book because you've just told me you are now a qualified rugby referee. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I need more activities in my life. Um, so not, I'm not busy enough. I took up refereeing earlier this year because I coach my son's team and somebody needed to volunteer as a referee. And then eventually I, I kind of, yeah, I've graduated to the point where now I'm an official Leinster rugby referee. God help me. So all the other adults took a step back when they were looking for volunteers <laughs> yeah. and just left you standing at the front. <laughs> I just, I wasn't paying attention. And, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, I do kind of oh. enjoy it, though. You would. I, I can see you being a stickler for the rules. Uh, laws. Laws, Foxy. Laws. Uh, yeah. uh, rugby doesn't have rules, it has laws. Well, you know, if you've had your head in enough scrums, you'll realise there are some rules of engagement when you get in there. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm delighted and happy to do it, but that's not why we're here. No, we are here to quiz. Uh, so, Will, as always, would you like to ask the questions first, or would you like to answer the questions first? I'm going to ask this time. Okay. Okay. So, look, I think everyone knows the rules. So, for five points, this drink was originally created in Italian monasteries for medicinal purposes. Aren't they all? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've probably done, what, 80 of these quiz episodes, and I'd say a good 40 of them have been, you know, medicinal purposes. Um, I, I know it's not the, the answer because it's not Italian, but I'm just going to go with absinthe to kick us off. No, no, no. From these Italian monasteries, for four points, uh, its popularity spread throughout Europe, onwards to Holland, England, the East and West Indies. Okay, the, see, you did that thing there where you kind of emphasize certain words and it still doesn't help me at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, East and West Indies. The, oh, there were, no, it's because it, it, it definitely didn't start in an Italian monastery. There's one that is particularly popular, I think, in the Dominican Republic called Manajuana or something. It's not that, is it? No, it's, it's not marijuana. marijuana. It's not marijuana. It, it, it <laughs> does. It's, I think it's. I think it's marijuana. It's. It's called, uh, which is basically some sort of rum-based liqueur that's oh. poured over wood chips. <gasps> oh, I. I must look this up. I've never heard of that. That sounds cool. Uh, and I'm almost positive. I could be wrong. Um, but the wood chips are actually in the bottle. You pour. You pour one brand of rum into a bottle with the wood chips in it. So it's kind of like a homemade kind of a thing. Ah. Okay. Oh, I'm. I'm going to have to go investigate that. Um, uh, no, I it's not right. Kind of regret saying that now, and I could have kept it for a future quiz. <laughs> <laughs> for Moving on, for three points. According to Winston Churchill, 
This drink has saved more Englishmen than all of the doctors in the empire put together. Uh, I guess, I mean, it sounds like gin. Really? Gin? Yes, exactly. Gin. Uh, well done. Yeah, T- T- Churchill strikes me as a gin man. <laughs> I think <laughs> Churchill didn't say no to much. <laughs> Famously drank champagne in the mornings, I believe. Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah, but no, he was also fond of gin. So yes, uh, he was very admiring of its medicinal qualities. Um, so I think he was referring, obviously, to the gin and tonic and the anti-malarial effects of the quinine more so than the gin. Uh, for two points, it would have been the UK is is a large producer and consumer of this spirit, over eighty percent of which is produced in Scotland. Okay, that that I did not know. Yeah, well, you see, it's all of the uh, William Grants and Diageo plants up in. Um, up in Scotland, and then uh, for one point it would have been uh, depicted by the artist Hogarth as uh, contrasting unfavourably with Beer Street, this drink was known as Mother's Ruin in 18th century London. Uh, Was that around the time of the gin riot? Uh, Yes, um, and Beer Street and Gin Lane were basically two very famous prints produced by Hogarth. Um, Gin Lane uh, depicting all sorts of depravity that was induced by gin, and Beer Street uh, depicting the healthy lifestyle of the people who consumed beer instead of gin. Uh, Well, I would highly recommend anybody go onto the Wikipedia page to learn more about the gin riot because it is phenomenally funny. It it shouldn't be, but it it is. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the gentleman behind it, but he literally just handed out gin to random people to see what would happen if he gave enough people enough gin. Well, do you know that in in 1720s London, it was estimated that 25% of households were producing or selling gin? Oh, there you go. It's, you know what? It's, it's not really about the quiz, Will. It's about the facts we learn along the way. Oh. Well, what's your expression? Edutainment. Edutainment. All right. Well, are you ready to be edutained? Let's see how I do. I've got to beat three. So this could be tough. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, the, you, you seem like a man with your finger on the pulse of beverages. Mm, let's try. <laughs> let's try. All right. All right. So, Will. So for five points, this beverage includes flavors such as blue raspberry grape and ice pop. Ice pop. Blue. Oh my god! Slush puppy. Uh, it's a oh, good guess, um, but it, it's not slush puppy, unfortunately. Um, but for four points, its key ingredients are coconut water. Ten percent of the beverage is coconut water. Electrolytes and vitamins. Oh. electrolytes. Oh. Just reminds me of that film. What was it? Um, Idiocracy. Um, okay, I'm not going to get it, but it's some kind of sports drink, I'm guessing. Just coconut water in it. Uh, I'm going to say uh, vitamin water. Uh, it's it's not vitamin water. You are going down the right road, but it's not vitamin water. Okay. Um, all right, th- this, this might land it for you now. So for three points, Gordon Ramsay reviewed this drink last week. And claimed it was like swallowing perfume and rated it zero out of ten. Ah, it, it's that prime stuff. It is prime energy drink. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know how I came across that. Yeah, but there's some, I just saw a silent clip of uh, Gordon Ramsay drinking it and I think being unable to swallow it or certainly trying to avoid swallowing it. He did not enjoy it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, 
but what other people do because for two points it uh this beverage retails for two dollars per bottle in the us uh but has been retailing for up to 20 pounds per bottle uh in the uk and upwards of 100 pounds on ebay on the secondary market and in fact aldi had to uh allow one bottle per customer recently to avoid absolute chaos when it put it on their shelves as a thursday special this is the power of social media, Foxy. The, well, that was going to be your one point clue. Well, it was founded by YouTubers Logan Paul and KSI to, and I quote, showcase what happens when rivals come together as brothers and business partners to fill the void where great taste meets function. Sounds like ours. <laughs> well, I recommend you go onto their website because that is, a, that is it's that and the ingredients and lots of colorful bottles and not a lot of other information. Yeah. But look, it's it sells, so you know, gotta hand it to them. Oh yeah, listen, it's it's a classic case of I just don't get it. Uh, my my now teenager, uh, maybe he'll he'll be able to explain the appeal to me. Well, you know, he probably doesn't listen to this podcast either, which I guess is what happens when rivals come together as brothers and business partners to create a beverage based podcast. Oh, Foxy! <laughs> right, cue music. Good night. Good luck. Well played. Bear draw. We're out. Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. Excellent. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> oh, uh, had you teed that one up before? Rivals, brothers. Uh, no, no, no. That was that was just <laughs> straight off the top. Oh, it's, it's such horrific marketing, isn't it? <laughs>